8. Welcome back to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday afternoon. Let's turn to the next part of today's program, and it's Georgian Wine Month. And 123 Show's Tuesday Food and Drinks reporter, Andrew Dambina, speaks to locally-based Master of Wine, Deborah Maiberg, to find out more about that and about wines from Georgia, which has the oldest history in the world. Georgian Wine Month kicked off in late May, and one of Hong Kong's first to receive the very difficult-to-get Master of Wine qualification, a long-time Hong Kong resident and an expert in the Venice field, Deborah Myberg has a specialty knowledge in Georgian wine. The Eastern European country Georgia, once part of the Russian Empire and later the USSR, is believed to be the birthplace of wine, with some evidence pointing to an 8,000-year history. Welcome to the Tuesday segment in the 123 Show, Deborah. Thank you, Andrew. So let's begin then by asking you the big one. Is Georgia really the birthplace of viticulture? Absolutely, and uh, this has been documented over and over and over and accepted by UNESCO. Georgia has incredible evidence showing their history. So they have buried containers where they have been able to scrape the inside of the container and do carbon testing and DNA testing and determine how old the wine is. But it's not just containers. They have drinking vessels, mm. jewelry, all sorts of artifacts that show their ancient history. They are indeed the oldest in the world. So there's no other contender. It's generally agreed in the wine world. It's generally agreed in the wine world. Okay. So have there also been any kind of signs of the, the, the first vines that were grown? I don't mean that there'd be rootstock still left if it goes back to 8,000 years, of course, but what kind of evidence is there there? Well, there is, in fact, one vine that's 3,000 years old wow. and thriving. It's the size of a house. It's huge. But they do uh, have varieties like one we're trying today, Cotzatelli. Yeah. Um, they have DNA tested and proven that that particular variety has been growing over 3,000 years. And the variety Saparavi that we're tasting today, over 2,000 years. Well, that's interesting. You mentioned Saparavi, and this is the best-known grape variety internationally, I think we can fairly say. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's being, you know, made into red wines that get quite some good critical and consumer acclaim. Can you tell us why that is and what's special about this indigenous grape? Well, in fact, we hosted a symposium specialising in this grape variety and gathered experts from around the world to determine, is this a noble variety? Right. And the answer is yes, because it's a variety that delivers great flavour, intensity of fruit, tannins, what we call structure, yeah. which allows the variety to make wines that age and mature um, progressively in a really beautiful way. And these are all the hallmarks of a noble variety. Now, with some of the noble varieties and the better known grape varieties, they might have been grown elsewhere. How about Saparavi? Has it been successfully transplanted out of the uh, country? Well, of course, the other noble varieties like Cabernet Sauvignon yeah. are everywhere. Yeah. But uh, Saparavi is grown in over 40 countries already, and in particular, it has a huge presence in China. Oh, how long is that history in China? It's been growing in China for about 100 years, but uh, particularly uh, began thriving in the 60s and 70s. 
Oh, and did the idea come from those in China who were already exploring winemaking, or was it from Georgia, or was it from a third party? Well, it's interesting because we think Georgia is so far away, but in fact, it's just over the mountain range from China. It's part of the old Silk Road, and so uh, during the era when the Soviet Union was powerful,、uh, yeah. they exchanged grape varieties into China, and the variety thrives in a continental. Tough climate because Georgia is hot in the summer and has cold, snowy winters, much like、uh, the grape-growing regions in China. Okay, now just before this chat with you,、uh, Deborah, we did try some expressions of Saporavia, and some of them were quite different. There was one in particular that you pointed out had a very oaky quality, which made it more palatable, perhaps for the export palate. There are other ways of maturing the wine, as as you've mentioned, under the ground in clay containers that are under the ground, basically. Indeed, these are beautiful containers. They're not small; they're large, five hundred meter、uh, liters, a thousand liters, and they're、mm. all handcrafted out of clay. By master clay quivery producers,、yeah. and this is the Georgian traditional technique. But what is particularly interesting about these clay containers is they ferment the grapes, skin, seeds, and everything、yeah. inside the container. And all the containers are underground. So when you enter a winery in Georgia, the winery floor is actually flat, and all the wine is underneath your feet. What was the reasoning for for this underground maturation and aging process? Well, clay provides、uh, a temperature barrier and helps keep the、um, liquids inside the container cool. But by burying it, it's like nature's refrigerator, and the wines stay a constant even temperature and they're protected. But I also, you know, Port Georgia—they were invaded by the Assyrians, the Greeks, the Persians, the Romans, the Mongols. I secretly think they buried their containers so no one would steal their delicious wines.、Oh, maybe <laughs> out of sight, right? <laughs> Well, we did taste though these different expressions. What would you say to people they should expect if they were having a traditionally aged Saporavi、uh, that, that wasn't oaked for export? What's the taste profile? Well, a beautiful characteristic of this variety is it will always have a deep red colour, a little like Australian Shiraz, right? And lots of fruit flavour. Now, Georgians themselves don't. Uh, particularly love oak barrels, so there's only one region in Georgia called Mukuzani, where they actually age in barrel. So what you can expect is really fresh, vibrant fruit flavors,、mm. really、um, exciting and powerful tastes. What we did taste did have a lot of fruit expression, I would say,、um, and a certain amount of structure. Talking about structure and length, I was blown away by the white wine that we started with. Which and I'll try and pronounce this correctly, Rakatsetelli. A <laughs> good one. Well, Georgian words are not always the easiest to pronounce. How I remember that one, it's called Katsetelli. Yeah. And I have a cat that likes to watch television, so I imagine <laughs> cat C Telly. <laughs> That's a good one. But Katsetelli is one of my favorite white wine varieties in Georgia. It has a lot of acidity, which may sound negative, but that makes a wine really fresh and vibrant. And palate cleansing, but what's interesting in Georgia and has set the world on fire, and winemakers all over the world are now copying the style and popularizing it. Georgians make their white wine using the white grape skins, right? And、yeah. that is not normal around the rest of the world,、no. but it's taken off because everyone loves this idea that the 
White wine has fruit flavors, but a kind of roughness to it. A roughness in the way we we find in tea, like bolay tea. Yeah. This tannin texture. Yeah. Well, yes, there was definitely a lot of tannins in there, and it had incredible length as well for a white wine. I mean, the, only the sort of length that you that I'd normally expect from something that has been oaked a bit. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And one of the features of having a white wine with tannins and this great length is you can actually drink this white wine with meats. Right. Yeah, which people would, of course, not conventionally expect. No. <laughs> right. OK. So you have some tastings going on, some public tastings of Georgian wines coming up which the public are able to attend. Can you tell us about those? Well, we're really excited about the whole series, which kicked off on May 26th for Georgia's National Day and running a full month. And Georgia really deserves to be in the limelight in Hong Kong. There are lots of wine lovers that know these wines. So we have master classes, consumer tastings, special promotions at restaurants through town. So if anybody is interested to try these really unique historic treasures. Yeah. I hope they will check out the website set up specifically for the festival, which is winesgeorgia.asia. Okay. And also, um, they can look at your wine school, the MWM Wine School website. I'm sure the information will be there. And on your Facebook page, which is? Uh, well, Deborah Myberg, but we also have uh, Wines of Georgia Asia Facebook page as well. Okay. Thank you very much, Deborah Myberg. Thank you, Andrew. And that was Master of Wine Deborah Myberg explaining both about the history and about the current wines made in Georgia. Deborah was talking to 123 Show's Tuesday food and drinks reporter Andrew Dembina. And as we heard, you can find out more about Georgian Wine Month. That's currently on at www.winesgeorgia.asia. Many thanks once again to you, Andrew Dembina, for a wonderful feature. (laughs) 